0: Okay, we're here at the Chvoi Erev Shabbos Kodesh or Thursday before Shabbos Kodesh. Hashas Shas Devarim Shabbos Chazayim Tav Shem We hope, I hope that perhaps even yet the Gula will be here and Naim Tisha will be a big, big rejoicement. We'll be learning from Reb Chaim's Drashim Masichas Musa, Reb Chaim's Discourses. by Chaim Shem Levitz, Eishatadik HaFadish Adrocha, Eishatadik HaFadish Adrocha, Eishatadik and the entry, the discourse, the Sihas Musa called Kavod human dignity. Before we, do, before we begin, let's say, let's, we're learning Rufo Shlema. A few people here, we're learning Rufo Shlema. We're learning Rufo Shlema. Rufo Chaim Shayasha ben Baba Rav Ariatan Areyateng ben Chagit. Avfoy Mechal ben Yal. ben Estah. Rachma Katon Yehuda ben Adasa Peril. Ro'i ben Ilana this is again Reb the the Pasuk gains also with rashi says the pasak counted call him a Therefore, Isu Lne Amokimbahan the is Kirim Therefore, did not mention them by explicit name, but only by an associated name by a remes by a hint to their places, emphasizing since it was a place uh, that they needed to preserve Israel's honor because they upset Akadish Baruch. Hu. So, the sins the Averius alluded to in this Pesach were very much public knowledge. They included the fear of the spies, some by measure the Meraglim, who have obviously spoke Lashon Har a la slanderous report, and very for which yet we suffer for 40 years in the desert, causing the Misa the death of an entire generation in the desert, and denying them and ultimately even Moshe Rabbeinu the merit, the Shostan to Eris Yisrael. The Avera of the Eglazov continues to play Klai Yisrael to this day, yet, still in all all these events, Moshe would not mention it by name. Furthermore, this purpose that Moshe was starting to speak and mentioning these places was to give Musa to rebuke Klai Yisrael and to induce them to do Chuvah when. A, would it not have been more effective if Maisha Rabbeinu had clearly stated each incident with all its details where it took place? Zagreb Chaim, the answer is that Maisha felt that to do so would be an unnecessary embarrassment, Busha, to call Yisrael, and this was not permissible even for the purpose of this public rebuke. Zagreb Chaim, the dignity of every person is sacred. And Maisha Rabbeinu carefully waited, or weighed each word so as not to shame or embarrass a community or an individual more than was absolutely necessary. This obligation to protect the feeling and dignity of our fellow man refers not only to righteous people or even to merrily simple people, but rather it applies even to the lowliest and coarsest parts of Chal Yisrael. The we just saw, Daf Yami Aleph, Amar Shalbusha, Rabbi Loza said, See how serious it is of putting a man to shame, for who espoused the cause of Bar Kamsa, who had been humiliated and destroyed his house and burnt his temple. Rabbi Chaim Bar Kamsa was a man of exceptionally low character, a man who stooped so low as to slander his own people before the Roman emperor. And as a result, brought death and destruction upon all of them, Klai Yisrael. Yet this person, Kamsa, his dignity too was sacred. The humiliation of this mascreant brought upon Klai Yisrael the loss of the Beis Hamidosh. And indeed, Siyah HaKadosh Baruch Ba'kamsa, Hashem not only let it happen, but He espoused, He helped the cause of Ba'kamsa. This principle, that one may not embarrass his fellow man, goes even further. Hashem protected the dignity of even a person as wicked as Bilaam, who's considered the, of the avara as it says in Pera Kiyavah, it's the Talmidim of Avrahamah, uh, Look in Rabbanu Yayna. Rashi relates that the donkey who rebuked Bilaam died immediately after he did so. Why? So that people would not point to this donkey and, and exclaim, quote, this is the donkey that rebuked Bilam and left him speechless, close quote. The humiliation of Bilem by the donkey remaining alive would not have been in keeping with the dictates of Kevaita Habriyah's human dignity, and so the donkey died. Now, Dr. Chaim, let's consider the Kiddush Hashem, the sanctification of Hashem's name, which would have ensued had this donkey remained alive. Why? People everywhere would have pointed at this donkey as testimony to the wonders of Hashem. Indeed, this wondrous donkey was created during the twilight of the sixth day of creation, Ben Hashmoshis, as Pekiravus tells us. It's so not as to embarrass a man, although of such a low character, the donkey was not allowed to remain alive. This principle finds a logic expression in the law of Gadol Kvet Abiyah Shaddai Chesleis Rabbinical enactments and various scripture prohibitions are set aside when they conflict with human respect and dignity. Those cases which do require one to forfeit his self-respect and dignity in order not to transgress a prohibition are described as There is no wisdom, no counsel, no understanding when facing Hashem. The implication of this concept is that reason and wisdom would indeed dictate that preservation of K'ra'i is more important. Yet it is in spite of this that the law that the law declares that this mitzvah takes precedence. S'kut so invite b'ayt. The concept of the covenant of does not, however, stop at refraining from insulting and degrading one's fellow human being. One is also obligated to enhance and magnify the prestige and honor of one's fellow. This we see from the gemara in on which comments on the destruction by Chizkio of the copper snake, which Moshe Rabbeinu had fashioned in the midbar to stop the magreifah. destroyed it in his time because the Jewish people had come to worship it as an idol. The Gemari asks, could it be that neither Asa or Yahya Shafet, kings that were, lived before Chizkiyo, that neither of them destroyed it before him? They had all destroyed idols, all the other idols. So why why didn't they destroy this one too? So the Gemari answers, makam is lezgader, that Cheskyo's ancestors left him room for accomplishment, The Cheskyo room to be accomplished. Rashi there explains, had Cheskyo's predecessors not done so, then he would not have been able to make a reputation for himself. In other words, if they had not left, and they had destroyed it alone. Chayim Yetzirah in the Shmuz, that look in the Maharam, that explains Rashi and Taisas only argue, whether this was a conscious decision by Asa and Yerish Shemford, or it was part of a siyata deshmei. It was so important to enhance Hiskio's prestige and to give him lasting fame that this troublesome idol, this was left around even at the price of the desecration of God's name of Yerish having apprehended. I'm not sure if this word is used right, but let's say it is right. Having apprehended the overriding importance of human dignity, it becomes understandable why shame and embarrassment are the substance of punishment in the world to come. The Gemara in Yuvamis, depicts the punishment suffered by Avdun, the loss of his sons, their not being brought to burial, their widow's plight, the Gemara there sums up this terrible suffering with one statement. Blessed is Hashem who humiliated Abdullah in this world, not in the world to come. The essential dimension of all physical pain was the anguish of humiliation, kasfe. and it was humiliation intensified many a time that would have been his punishment in the world to come had he not suffered the embarrassment in this world. Our astonishment at the overwhelming importance attached to Kuwait Dhabriyas is due to the fact that we do not truly comprehend the towering stature of the human being. Were we to recognize the potential inherent in a mere mortal, we, we would not wonder at the honor that is his due. An example of this of appraisal of human potential can be found in the following midrash. The translation here, you should be holy, the Pasuk says in Vayikra. I would think that this means as holy as God, as God Himself. Therefore it says, For I am holy. My holiness is superior to yours. in the Pasuk says, And you'll be elevated. But the I would think that this means as exalted as God Himself. Therefore, the diminutive rack only, which is a limitation. God's elevation is higher than his man. So, in Rechaim, these two statements compare human potential achievement and attainment to the divine, as it were. To us, this comparison is unfathomable. It is only Chazal who fully appreciated the vastness of human ability. Who raised the possibility of comparing it with the divine, until an indication was found to distinguish between the two? The word "rock." It must be noted that the Chazal did not distinguish between the two by knowing their evalu- by lowering their evaluation of man, but rather by declaring that as great as a man's potential may be, as great as a man's potential may be, the divine is greater yet. This then is the true stature of a human being created in the image of God with the ability to scale heights beyond our conception. It is this loftiness which obligates us all to the extreme of kvot And Certainly during this time of year, now before Shabbos Chazayim, is Hashem a time to enhance, rectify, and improve whom we are as people and how we treat others? Perhaps this is an iota to focus upon kvot Okay, be'ziz Hashem, shall have a great Shabbos, mitziz Shem. And uh, hopefully, Be'ezus Hashem, uh, Tisha B'Av will be a Yom Tov this year. Call to call to good Shabbos.